Hello everyone, this is Winston Wilson with the Creativity Cocktail. I am so excited to be back with you today. I have a guest that has been, when we first started the Creativity Cocktail years ago, we talked to, we talked sort of like on my phone and then we uploaded it and it was great and it was awesome. And it's become one of the most popular episodes in the history of our platform. So I'm so honored to have the wonderful Elise Davis back with us. So Elise, so welcome to have you back with us. Today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So Elise, what we do to start off the conversation, probably a little bit differently than when you and I chatted, is that we always want to get kind of an insight into the creative themselves, like what's going on with them. So when you're ready to be creative. And we're going to talk about the amazing amount of stuff that you do because it's a lot. So, <laughs> so when you're a creative place, so whether it's you're about to do an acting scene or you're about to do some writing or editing or something else, is there any way that you think about doing that? Do you do a kind of a mental preparation? Do you, you go to a process to get you ready to be creative? It's... It's definitely a process that's very intentional, um, but the baseline foundation of it would be mindfulness to make sure I'm present in the moment, yes. that I'm focused on everything that's around me, that I'm truly in the moment. And so last night, um, a play reading that I did at Nearly Players uh, in Doraville. I'm so uh, familiar with them. I'm part of that group. But then oh, I, nice. I, I, nice. Roy and everyone, yes, yeah. Yeah, so Laura King's play Uncovered. I play yes. Naomi. Yes. And before I got started, um, I was actually upstairs with one of my scene partners, Carla. And we did all the crazy after things that, you know, the voice trills and warm-ups and stretching yeah. our jaws and, and doing the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight count, you know, shaking all our limbs to just get present in the moment to wipe out the rest of the day, whether it was positive or negative. Right. Um, and to make sure we're in the moment. So of course I wouldn't do that before I edit a book. <laughs> <laughs> but I just make sure I zone into what I'm doing. Mindfulness is so important for me That's uh, awesome. in the process. That is wonderful. I am going to make a, a request of you. Oh boy. So I have a reading of my newest play uh -huh. that we're going to be doing here early August. Okay. And I, I am inviting you to be one of the readers of it. Oh, yay! Yes. Thank you. So <laughs> everyone that's out there, you're getting breaking news. The one that Elise Davis, Davis is going to be on uh, a reading. Uh, I am working on it as far as the details of it, so you'll hear about that over the next couple of weeks. And I am so thankful to 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 do that, and it's, it's great. I'm part of not only Millie Writers, but I'm also part of a group here in Atlanta called Tertulia, which okay. is a group of Black playwrights, and mm -hmm. we're sponsored by the Drama Scale of America. Wow. And, and we have been, uh, we have secured a space in the Alliance Theater to do our writing. And mm. at some point in the future, we will be able to do our actual readings there. Wonderful. So that may be in 2023. So the reading of my play will happen somewhere else, you know, in the next couple of months. But uh -huh. I'm so glad I'm, I'm part of groups that do creative stuff like that. That is awesome. So 
So what else are you up to? <laughs> Just give us like one or two big things that's upcoming for you. Okay. Um, well, tonight, uh, once again, we'll do another reading of Uncovered by Laura King um, at Merely Players in Doraville. Um, I do have When the Cats Come. Uh, and that's a full production, not just a reading. It's a full production of Brother a Daniel's play. Yes, that's Brother Darrell. Yes. I'm so excited. He is such a good man. And yes. A friend. You know, I was having an event a couple of years ago before COVID, and I needed uh, something in my mind said I needed to have like someone to help with potential security. Because mm-hmm. it was a place that was nice, it was a nice part of town, but there's something maybe something in my own mind said, Hey, I should have somebody yeah. <laughs> just in case something goes awry. And I called Darrell almost on the last minute, mm-hmm. and we did it. Yeah, what a good man he is! Yeah, he, he's really Stand up guy. This is. so when the cats come, yes, the reading. Uh, that was some of the things you've done in the most, I know it's been challenging, right, through this pandemic time, you know. It has, uh, but I played throughout the pandemic. Like I was still in productions with mask on. Sometimes we had the the plastic things looking like we're astronauts. <laughs> I had a good time during the pandemic. I really did. And then to be in the house and just kind of reset and recenter and. Yeah. Um, but what else have I been doing? I became a copywriter since we last spoke. Wow. So, yes, um, I am the copywriter for Take Your Seat, an organization that has the sole purpose and mission of the organization is to put black directors on boardrooms across America. So uh, that's board, board rooms. Yeah. In the boardroom. Yeah. Literally adding board directors to the boards of companies in America. That's amazing. That is something that I am uniquely interested in. So we should talk yeah. about that. You know, I have, you know, I have a friend, Andre Ward, who does something similar. Mm-hmm. There, there, everyone is out there. You know the, the answer that there's not many black or, for that matter, much you know, any kind of representation on many boards. Period. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm lucky that in my day life, I, I work for a company that has. A, strong uh, presence of women Uh but that's not always the case and it's definitely not always the case for black people exactly and one of my personal aspirations is that i know i can and should be part of boards of whether they're private or companies or and or public yes you know so that that just leverages what i've done for a long period of time so that's exciting wow it's really important for the board to be representative of their community you know what i mean yeah so that's that's the goal take your seat and so i'm still editing books um anything in print i make it perfect it's <laughs> the title of my website for editing that's awesome we need to chat about that too because i'm doing a reading of the first chapter of a novel i wrote a couple of years ago Okay. As a fundraiser for one of um, our organizations. So I'm just going to read it like in the old days where you did radio things, mm-hmm. where people just read things and you didn't physically see them doing it. Right. You just read the novel. You would like hear a person just chatting and they were actually doing like a play or a story, mm-hmm. or, you know, with their voice. And I said, why don't I got this novel? I got 70,000 words of this novel. Mm-hmm. I just do the first chapter. 
and, yeah. see, and, and have some fun with it and see if someone can help us with the organization that we have. Yeah. So that that is awesome. So tell us how is how you've been dealing through the pandemic. You sound like you've gotten been pretty busy, but have you been I have. <laughs> um just making sure I take that time for myself, um, to recenter and do my meditation and devotion, my yoga and my prayers, drinking water, making sure I'm active, getting fresh air. That's really been key for me through it all, whether or not I was in the classroom or not. So, yeah. So, how do you do your? I know it's just very personal, sort of. But how, what do you use to do your? Do you use like just your, a process, a mental process you go through, or do you use like a app or something like that? It depends. I use a variety of tools. Headspace is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like a ten to twelve minute mm-hmm. meditation for every day. Uh, there is Omvana that I am familiar with because I went to New Black Wall Street here in Stonecrest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a yoga studio there. And for their grand opening, they had a calendar for the day. And part of their agenda was a guided meditation. And so the app is called Ombana, O-M-V-A-N-A. And so that has some really dope free ones that are guided. But sometimes when I just want to be still with nothing else, with no one else's voice besides the one in my head, I set a timer. I go. I love binaural beats. I'm a, I'm a fan of high frequency music, and I really believe in the power of it. Wow. You know, I um, I am into productivity, etc. And so it makes sense that you have something that really keeps you centered like that. You know, it keeps your mind going where it needs to be. So. That is very, very exciting to hear from you. I wonder if we... (laughs) Well, that was fun, but it happens periodically. (laughs) It happens periodically. With the new world of technology and virtual meetings and stuff like that. That part. (laughs) Yes. And so let's talk about some of the things. I'm going to share some of the items, some of the things that you're up to, because this is so amazing. Let's, Let's talk about this one first. Let's talk about your... Your resume as an actor. <laughs> oh, wow, what an amazing list here! Wow. Couple things I need to update on there. Let's see. What's the last theater thing? What is that? Mama's a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. <laughs> okay, that was that was the very first one. What's the top one uh, in theater? Things that oh, sorry, ding, things ding, that ding, glitter. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, so I've also done Shakespeare with Roll Call Theater. Um, A Midsummer Night's Dream was so much fun. Playing Hippolyta and Titania, it was so great. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. Um, I've also done uh, a spoof on Little Red Riding Hood with Roll Call Theater. I'm a part of a a theater company called Somebody's Theater. It's a collective. I've never heard of this before. This is cool. yes. So somebody's theater co, and we've done a lot at roll call. We've also partnered with Mixed Deity for certain things. Um, Valentine's Day last year was it last year? Yes, last year. Um, we had the festival of, of Lupercalia, and we uh, had many plays, one act plays, uh, for each of the types of love, philia, philia and eros, and 
it was it was great. It was really, really great. You know, I, I know that when we talked the very first time, we talked about your journey a little bit. But for those who didn't hear that, why don't you tell people a little bit about how you became or made the decision that acting was going to be part of your life? Acting found me just like copywriting found me. Um, but I was an educator for 17 years, the babies. Okay. Um, but I, I found a love of makeup back in 2012. Um, I had let my Afro out <laughs> and decided it would go great with a winged lip, a wing liner and a red lip. <laughs> and um, I discovered that passion and friends took notice and then I had a business. So I started learning all about makeup and going to demonstrations. I met a woman named Cynthia Maria, who is a celebrity makeup artist, body painter and educator. Mm-hmm. Um, and she put me on my first 48 hour film festival gig. Okay. And so it was there that I met Jason Louder, who we all know and love. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, fast forward. That was back in 2016. Fast forward to 2018. um, We had a a reunion for that collective for the 48 hour film festival. And he was there. He said, oh, my gosh, Elise. We need a makeup artist for Body and Son. We're doing this anthology. Da, 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 da. That's and a, good, so, a good imitation. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother right there. Um, but yes, so it was on the set of Body and Son that I met Anthony Page. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we only talked for maybe about 37 seconds. Thank you so much. You know, you came in here, saved the day, da, 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 da. Um, which was interesting because I'm mostly an extrovert, but I was very quiet to myself that day. I had a lot of children to do makeup for and right. a dead guy. Um, but uh, shortly after that day, Anthony started sending me casting calls. And I was like, um, Thank you. (laughs) I'll check this out. But I'm curious, why did you send this to me? And in his email, he said, you're an actor in sync. And I was like, okay. And so I believe it was that July that he put me in the the montage for the beginning of that anthology that they were working on. And that was my first time in front of the camera. And I fell in love. That's fantastic. I did. I, I didn't have any lines, but the lights and just the the acting, the being that I did in that short time, I fell in love. And I was like, wow, this was my first time. Oh, that was so cool. And everybody was like, what? That wasn't <laughs> your first time in front of the camera. <laughs> they didn't believe me. They were like, what do you mean? That's awesome. <laughs> but yes, ever since then, I, I just fell in love. And so I've trained with Anthony. I've trained with uh, Coach West. I've trained at Perfect Professional Actor Studio with Nick Conti. Mm-hmm. I, I've trained at LS Studios with Louis Stansel. I absolutely love it. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. So for those of you out there who say to yourself, and this is one of the things that I love about people like you, Elise, is that a lot of times people will put us in this box. Mm-hmm. So this is the only thing that you can do. And then they'll get to a certain part of the life and they go, well, I guess this is what I always did. So that's the rest of my life. 
where you've made a conscious decision like, no, that ain't me. I want to be different. I want to <laughs> be an actor. I wasn't educated. So now this is who I am now. Yeah. And I think for many of us, you just got to take the lesson of Elise and you got to understand this. It, whoever you are, you are who you decide to be, not what somebody else decides you to be. That's real. And you know what? Even with modeling, I've always been fascinated with that world. And uh, shortly after I started acting, I, I met some photographers and, and, and got some work and started building my portfolio as an as a model um, for print. And I've always, you know, fantasized about the runway, but thought I was too short at five four. Well, um, when I first went blonde, my uh, hairstylist told me about her cousin who is a model coach. And I went to this one class and we learned about posing and facial expressions. And then we practiced runway. And he said, I showed out. He said, I had so much potential. And shortly after that, that seed that he planted, those words of affirmation led me to go for my first two fashion shows that I booked and ripped the runway both Time being secured by multiple designers to walk in their work, their creations. I thought I was too short, Uh (laughs) y'all. But it doesn't matter anymore. Size, height, it does not matter. Age, it does not matter. You can be anything you want to be. That is so, wow. The thing I love about the way you are, your life has been, is that you're, you're picking up on these opportunities when they come to you. Where there's many of us in life where we don't pick up on stuff. Mm-hmm. We just say, well, somebody, somebody wants us to do something, or we get this this thing now where people say no all the time because they right. say, oh, that makes it. Oh, it's better to say no. Well, if you say no to the wrong things, <laughs> then, <laughs> then that might not lead you to an opportunity in your life you really would like to explore. Exactly. Yeah, there's so many people you get to meet by saying yes sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you and I would have ever met if I didn't say yes to a bunch of things. Exactly. So once, let me go to this meeting or let me go and talk to this guy. Or let mm-hmm. me, I wouldn't, maybe you and I never would know each other. And maybe this podcast doesn't exist. So if I don't say yes to things, right? So saying yes to things that will hopefully give you enrichment in life. You seem to be so attuned to those opportunities when they come to you. You're like, well, that I got to not take it for granted. Right. Right. But I also realized that I have been created by the creator to create. That's why I'm here. Right. And so the avenues and gifts and talents that have been afforded to me, I love taking advantage. I love being in them. I love expressing them. Wow. What you just said there, I don't know. I don't think you've ever heard me say that, but I've said that before. Really? As I've been created to create. Wow. And that is the truth, people. Yes. Yeah. I would go so far as to say that when we are at our most creative, there's something we're being touched spiritually. Oh, yes. It's divine. It yeah. definitely is divine. Yes. You know, when I'm writing a story and all of a sudden almost feel the story writing itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Or when you're on stage or, you know, in front of the camera and you feel like something beyond just what the character should be. Right. Like a certain behavior that happens. That's, mm-hmm. that's like a spirit telling us something. 
I agree. Or guiding us. Yes. Or guiding us. How are those men doing in your life? Oh my gosh, they're huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you called them men, not baby. Who? Jeremiah is 19 in at Fort Valley State University. Awesome. Darius is 18 on his way to Georgia Southern University. Uh, Amir is 13, um, just finished up his first season of soccer. And Sam is 12, uh, preparing to be a football player. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So on top of all the stuff you're doing, you know, yeah. what are the two younger ones? You got to be around for stuff they got going on, too. Yeah, it is a lot. Yes, but it's so much fun. And I mean, you should see Amir on the field. I mean, he's like the penultimate athlete. I mean, the focus, the stamina, the speed, like, oh, I love it. I love to see yeah. it. That is so wonderful. So, so though everybody is out there, oh, gosh. What Elise has done and doing, and at the same time, taking care and guiding these men yes. in their own journey is so important. Yeah. I know I keep saying it over and over again, but I just see the world trying to put I and others in boxes. Mm -hmm. So when they see you, they make a distinction. Yeah. They say, oh, they make an impression. Oh, that's what Elise is. Well, once we go to your link tree, that ain't who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Your only tree is more than that. <laughs> you know. So let's see. I think I still have it up here to, to share. So this is your. So for those of you out there, this is Elisa's link tree. Of all of the things that she loves and she's part of. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So for those of you who may not be able to see it, copywriter, she's got that up there. Um, the acting resume that we just shared. Book her as a makeup artist. I love glam and gore, y'all. So if you need blood, I got you. But if you need bridal, I got you as well. <laughs> Fantastic. Your model portfolio. Yes. Uh, you, the, the editor, and the minivan mafia life. Yes. So that's new. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Tell us about that one. <laughs> so um, I am a very proud alumna of Spelman. Yeah. College, <laughs> the number one HBCU for Black women That's in right. the world. <laughs> and uh, one of my Spelman sisters, Andrea Truitt, or as you may know her as Drea True, um, decided to come together um, as women who drive minivans who have a life, okay? <laughs> we are minivan. Oh, <laughs> we talk all about dating and relationships and even, you know, things in the bedroom, you know. Oh, wow. So what do you do there? Like on a TV show, podcast? It's a YouTube channel, so okay. it's like a vlog in a sense. So, yes. Oh, wow. For those of you out there, you got to check that out. <laughs> I'll be checking it out because I am sure that you guys got lots of intense and gems through the conversation. Yes, get ready for some wisdom and some shenanigans because we're <laughs> silly. <laughs> you'll hear a lot of laughter, but you'll hear some things that will help you out. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite episodes is about shooting your shot. Um, and as a, a woman, I have always looked in horror and disgust at the thought of shooting my shot. Um, but the one time I did, I got this. Oh, what is that? 
from. Oh, there it is. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I shot my shot, I uh, secured a man for the rest oh, of my life. That so, so freaking beautiful. Damn. Beautiful man. Let me shout him out. Amaria Jackson. He teaches at Mays High School. He's also Anon the Grio, a dope MC. He's got two albums out on title, A Beautiful Headache and alchemy and we're working on so much more together so. that's awesome say his name one more time for everybody uh amaria jackson or anon the grio anon the grio man you gotta check that out you give me so much that i gotta go check out at least because <laughs> <laughs> this is really amazing that you're doing it and congratulations thank you that is so wonderful so let's share something else you're up to gosh for those of you out there i hope you get the sense that hey yo elisa's dope <laughs> she's got so many wonderful things and your created are only limited by what you are deciding you're going to be limited by that's the real you look they say the sky is the limit well you determine where the sky is that's that's exactly the right. so this is your editor um, kind of page here. This is like the most awesome thing ever. I was like, man, why didn't I? Because the, like the novel that I wrote, which is based on 20 years of me writing it, mm. doing graphic novel work for uh -huh. so long. I was saying to myself, man, I, I'm going to publish this Joker. Yeah. And so I said, who can I, who do I know who's an editor? Well, you obviously the first name that popped into my head. And then I haven't finished my book. It's such an awesome title because there's so many of us who have a book that we either have a thought of or we've started or we've completed. And then we've got to do drafts for or multiple drafts for, but we just let it sit somewhere. So tell us about this, Elise, about this face. So we were going to talk, Elise, about this Facebook group you have here. I haven't finished my book. So tell us a little bit about this. So I have been an editor for at least 15 years. I, I don't even remember how it started. I, I guess when, when, when I'm supposed to be doing something, it just comes to me. <laughs> the opportunities come to me. I remember my coworkers back at Tony Elementary School <laughs> in Decatur. I would say, hey, Elise, I got this paper. Could, could you look at it for me? And so all of a sudden I'm getting clients that way. Um, because if it's in print and if, if it's not perfect, I'm going to fix it. I want <laughs> to fix it. It's just something that comes naturally. I got my whole left brain with the editor, the right brain with all the other creative things that I do. Um, but I discovered over the years that when someone needs to uh, develop content, I have a knack for that. I will pull it out of you. And so uh, I have these famous uh, collaboration sessions where I've, I may have edited a piece of your work. And through that, I get to know you as an author, as a writer. Um, and then soon I can help you pull that content out of you and develop it so that your brand comes through clearly and your message is directed towards your audience the way you need it to be. Wow. That is so incredible. That's a lot to me. That is different than what I hear when I hear about other editors that are out there. Mm. You're actually like almost partnering with these authors. Definitely. When they get accomplished. Well, you know why? Because I, I edit like a reader and I read like an editor. Wow. Because I love to read fiction, nonfiction, self-help, science, you know, <sighs> 
all of it. I love it all. And so when I'm talking to my client, I'm always focused on, okay, well, let me be your audience. And if it's unclear to me, then we need to fix it here. So then it gets out there. Then it's clear for your audience and your message has been delivered effectively. Wow. That is different than what I hear. (laughs) And so I really think that, you know, that's wonderful. How long have you been doing this specifically? Um, Developing the content is a, a completely different beast. I'd say I started that maybe 2016. Yeah, I think it's maybe 2016 that I really started helping authors develop their content. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you've decided to come back to be um, to be here with us on your creativity cocktail. Um, we wouldn't have this would not exist if it wasn't for people like yourself. When I look at the the amount of people who have downloaded the episode that you and I did maybe two years ago, and these are not just people like in Georgia. These are people all over the world. Mm. I myself, man, I am so thankful for what we do and who you are. You know, if you if you're thinking about somebody that's out there, and I know I've asked you this in the in our first conversation, and they're really struggling in life. You know, when we talked, it was before the pandemic, but now they've got this whole thing where they're coming out of this and they're saying to themselves, what do I do or what advice do I need for me to be my most creative self Mm. here in 2022-23? What would be a couple of things you would say to that person? Get still, get quiet, get by yourself, get to know yourself. And the, if, I, if that would be one, number one in the outline, then A for the outline of one, therapy is one of the best places in the world to be. Yeah. As, especially as, as Black people, we've gone through so much trauma. Yes. And there, there's so much generational baggage that we have to deal with that a lot of people don't address. Right. But just as human beings, especially here in America, <laughs> with what we deal with, and then on top of that, we suffered. We're still suffering through a pandemic. That's right. One of my clients has COVID right now. She's really sick. And so we need to heal. Hmm. And the more we heal and get to know ourselves and love ourselves, the better output <laughs> we can produce for the world. Right. Healing is such an important part. And it just gets so overlooked. There's a lot of like, yeah, let's just go to the next thing. Let's go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was telling someone because they were that a lot of times my my intuition tells me when I'm around people and they're mad at the actual situation we're in. It's not really about the situation. Right. <laughs> Something that they haven't healed yet. Definitely. And it's manifesting itself now. Right. But they never healed from it. They're not right. mad at you because they're yelling at somebody in a meeting. They're not mad at the person in the meeting. They're just mad because they haven't resolved something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it then just bubbles up. And all of the trauma that we've 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 had over this last two years, it's real. For you and I, yeah. it's been it's been four hundred years of generational exactly. DNA rewiring in our heads that we've uh-huh. got to get past. Um, but for others, it's just two plus years of it. 
That's a lot. It is. It's a lot. It yeah. really is. So take time, everyone. Hear what Elise is sharing with you. Be still. That is hard for us. Yeah. The world is making it hard for us to be still. Right. Right now, if Elise and I, once we end this conversation, when we go to our respective phones and computers or mail or whatever, it's going to be a whole bunch of people vying for our attention. Uh-huh. I'm telling you right now, for those of you listening to this conversation, there's something someone is asking of you. And sometimes it asks is not for you to do something. It's just to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> that works. We do live in the United States of advertising. That's right. We do live and now we've gotten to this world where the advertising is tailored to us. Right. So if you and I said something like, hey, let's get a luxury sofa, there's mm-hmm. a good likelihood that later on, today or tomorrow, in our feeds, oh, we definitely. can see a luxury sofa. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just going to happen. At least if someone wants to contact you, or see what's up with you, what's one of the best ways for them to do that? One of the best ways right now, uh, reach out to me on Instagram at eclectic underscore Elise. Send me a DM. Um, And that way you can get to whatever stream you need. (laughs) Check out my link tree as well. Um, So if you do need makeup, you can book me there. Um, On Facebook uh, with, I haven't finished my book, writing and editing with Elise, uh, you can contact me there as well. But the best way, the most direct way is just DM me at eclectic underscore Elise. That is fantastic. So I'm going to ask you to be a recurring guest on the Creativity Cocktail. I would like that. So uh, I think this, everyone who's out there, you're going to say stuff. Oh my gosh, where's she, where's she been? (laughs) (laughs) Just a couple of quick notes for everyone that's out there. This is such a wonderful year to be down with the Creativity Cocktail Podcast, as well as the Rising Tides Charity. This year, we're doing something unique where we are the funds that we are requesting from a donation perspective will be put together, and then in November we are going to we're going to give someone a deserving person a creative suite of technology. Mm-hmm. It's the computer, the camera the software, all of those things that are needed to be part of that. And we are naming this under um, for a wonderful person who is a creative and has uh, had an impact on so many lives. This young lady that you see see now, her name is Kiana Roche, and she left us too early in this life. Um, She left us from suicide. She would have been 31 years old today. God bless. And and so what we found from her is that once she departed this plane is that she had a treasure trove of creative material that didn't necessarily get shown or shared. Mm. And so we said, you know, we need to make sure that Kiana's voice is spoken and shared in this world. And so Kiana's voice is that person that receives this will receive this and they'll be in her honor. Mm. And not only do will you receive the technology suite, but every single member of the Rising Tides charity team will reach out to you and, and talk to you about how to make your business or your creative life more successful. All of the members of the, of the Rising Tides charity team all have 
different respective skills. Uh, I did one in time leadership. So the person who wins this will get a time leadership time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, our board members did one on healing. Uh, we have one coming up on acting, another one on freelancing. We got another session on writing. We've got a Juneteenth celebration that'll be happening in June. In July, we'll be doing Black History Month. In July, we ain't got to wait until February. We'll be doing that. In August, we will have our second annual Tony's. Tony's with a small eye. In honor of Tony Simmons Henson, who runs the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. So that reward will be or award will be for that person. And then in September and October, we'll have a, um, a person helping to overcome roadblocks, one of our team members, Megan Coker. And then Tamina Ward will talk about service because she's been a military uh, person for her life or career. So I feel so excited that it's all part of that. So when you donate to the Rising Tides charity, you know exactly what you're donating for and who. And then we'll be awarding that person in November. And we're going to have a celebration of that. I so love that. <laughs> you are obviously have got an invite to that, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. you'll be part of that. So thanks again, everyone that's out there. Elise Davis is super dope, super awesome, super fantastic. If you ever want to figure out how to be a multifaceted, powerful creator, you see one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You you give me life because a lot of times people tell me, oh, no, no, I can only, you should only do this one thing at a time. But you're an example about someone who's focused and who loves life and loves to be creative, doing it all and being successful at all of it at the same time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. For everyone that's out there, this is Winston with the Creativity Cocktail. I will talk to you soon. Bye.